Last week, I started sharing with you a new workshop I've recently created. There are a few ways that I want to share this workshop with those who are interested, and I thought the most obvious place would be here on the podcast. There will be four parts, and I will share one part each week. Today is part two. If you haven't listened to part one, I'd suggest you start there. It's episode 122. Come back to this episode after you've listened to that one, since they build upon each other. In the episode, I will be referring to some downloads that you can use to practice the principles that I teach. Look in the show notes to get those free PDFs to print off for your own use. I'm excited to be sharing this workshop with you. And please, as always, if you have any questions, email me at marla at hunkydory.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If you'd like to receive the full workshop with the videos, go to hunkydory.com forward slash four tips to get that sent to your inbox. Let's move on to part two of the four tips to improve any relationship series. Have you recently gone through a life transition that has left you feeling anything but hope? A medical diagnosis. Adorable young children are suddenly teenagers and don't adore you anymore? Have you been diagnosed with depression or anxiety and the medication is helping, but you don't feel even close to like your old self again? You are suddenly in an empty nest and realize that the empty nest syndrome is real. There are so many challenges in our lifespan that seem to yank away our hope. But that doesn't mean you can't get it back. You can learn to feel hope. My name is Marla Beach and I am a relationship and connection coach and I specialize in helping women just like you who are struggling to feel hope. There isn't a pill for that. But there are proven principles that I can teach you to help you to find hope again. When we lose hope, we lose drive and believe that we are the victims of our circumstances. There is no reason for you to feel hopeless. Life has more to offer you. Please, find enough belief that there is a way back to the life you dream about. A life full of peace, joy, contentment, and yes, hope. I've created a mini workshop for you to share a few of the many principles and practices that will bring hope back into your life. I want to share this with as many women as I can, so I'm sharing it with you for free. This mini workshop is made up of short videos that I will send to your inbox every day for four days. Each day you will walk away with another principle to try on that will bring you more hope. I've been where you are. Depression took me away from my family when I wanted to show up as the mom they needed. As I dug my way out of that depression, I found principles that helped me feel hope, and I've continued learning and practicing them every day for the past 15 years. I will share these principles with you. There is hope. I see you struggling. I understand how hard you are trying, and I'd like to help however I can. Welcome back to this Improving Any Relationship series. Yesterday, we talked about strengthening your character. Remember, character is the route to having trust, growth, and connection with ourselves and others. Character is what creates your ability to communicate and cooperate with anyone. And character allows you to make decisions based upon values and not upon mood or circumstances. 
When you begin learning these skills of whole and healthy relationships, it will take more energy to do what you've been taught instead of what comes easily. And that is what begins to build your character. Today, we'll get into tip number two. This is where most people think the problem lies in their relationships, but it actually comes after character. As you develop character, then you will be able to increase your communication skills. So increasing communication is tip number two. In order to be able to be a better communicator, you have to start getting real with yourself. You have to be honest about what's going on and taking responsibility for your part. This begins by first being able to identify how you are feeling. What emotion are you feeling? Are you sad, mad, happy, confused, embarrassed, maybe tired? It's important to name the true emotion that you are feeling. If you're doing this with yourself, take your time to identify exactly how you are feeling. Keep narrowing it down until you found the one word that most aligns with what you are feeling. Now, if you're doing this with someone else, identify the emotion you're seeing in them. You could say something to them like, you seem blank, like you seem worried, mad, scared, embarrassed, you seem tired. Don't start just asking questions. Help them identify how they're feeling. They want to be acknowledged for how they are feeling without feeling judged on top of that. So be careful how you are speaking to them. Just help them to identify the emotion with a specific name. Once they let you know that you have identified the right emotion that they are feeling, now you can start asking some gentle questions that will help you to understand what they're feeling a little better. A great question to start with may be, what's going on? What's up? This is also the same thing you will do if you are talking to yourself. Make sure in both cases that you use compassion, a little compassion or self-compassion can really create deeper connection. Judgment, it's just never needed. Remember, you're trying to understand more about how they're feeling. That's it. No one is right or wrong. You're just trying to discover what's going on. Other examples of asking questions after stating the emotion they are feeling which is what's going to help you to understand, are, you seem upset. What's going on? You look bummed. What's up? You sound exhausted. Do you want to talk? Now, these are simple statements. They help you or someone else to feel validated in what they are feeling and then going a little bit deeper and trying to understand. Diffusing the situation is the name of the game here. When we try to communicate with our hearts, with compassion instead of judgment, that is the beginning of improving relationships. Now, I'm including a PDF of these questions, and there you can get that below this video. You can print them off so you can have easy access to them when you want to connect with yourself or someone else. Asking good questions that get you started towards better communication is really important. Now, I'm also including a list of emotions on the PDF below. I think you'll be surprised at how many emotions there are to choose from. I hope this has helped you today. 
Look for ways that you can use this in the next 24 hours and then have the courage to try it. Remember that courage isn't what comes because you feel completely comfortable doing something new. Courage is what you gain because something felt uncomfortable and you chose to do it anyway. Practice being courageous by communicating with yourself or someone you love in a more connecting way. I'll see you back here in your email tomorrow with tip number three for improving any relationship. Thanks for listening to the four steps to improve any relationship series. There are so many things I want to continue teaching you that add on to the foundations I am sharing here in the workshop. If you'd like to view the full workshop with the graphics and PDFs I'm referring to in today's episode, you can get those at hunkydory.com forward slash four tips. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me to receive individual help with the connections in your life that aren't happening as you'd like them to, sign up for a complimentary call with me to get started. You can register for a time that works best for you at hunkydory.com forward slash consult. Life truly changes when you feel connected with yourself and with those you love most. I'm here to help you get started. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here again next week.